Good morning, everybody. It's time now for Community Focus on 98.3 WVIN. Our morning time is 834 here on the morning show. And happy Thursday going out to everybody. And with us is our representatives from Cornell Cooperative Extension. We have them here often because they have so much to share and tell us about what they offer for the community. And right now it's talking about 4-H. And uh, Jenny Groen is with us. She is a team leader and 4-H coordinator Michelle Chase is with me. Welcome, ladies. You've both been here before. This is no big deal, right? No, not at all. Thanks so much for having us. Michelle, you've been here before. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us again. Oh, you know what? I got you on the wrong microphone, Michelle. I'm sorry about that. There. I got you on the right one now. Okay. Say hello to everybody. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Thank you. (laughs) There were three buttons to push to get her on the air. Can you believe that? (laughs) There. I just can't click a mouse. But anyway, sorry about that, folks. But let's, uh, I guess we'll start with you, Jenny, and uh, kind of let us know what we're, what direction we want to talk about, what we've got going on here. Yeah, sure. So um, just a quick, re- I mean, 4-H and what it is, um, for anyone who's not aware, it's a youth development program, and it's open for youth ages 5 all the way up to 18. And um, it's really a youth interest-led, so there's different community groups in the county and that are led by volunteers, who we are so thankful for because we would not be able to do um, and reach the number of kids and do the programs that we do without our um, our volunteers. They're really critical for us, and we're very appreciative of them. And um, But so youth have the option of joining one of these community clubs based on where they live, um, where the clubs are located, and then the interests that that club and the projects that that club um, covers and so we help facilitate that enrollment process we work with the leaders and the families to help make that connection and um, the projects range from sewing um, home you know home ec baking up to animal science where they're raising animals where they're raising them to sell where they're also we've got um, an entrepreneur program that we're working on so youth Um, are going to be going through a series of workshops and really learning what is involved in running your own business and providing services or products. Um, So, And there's a range, and we've got robotics and dog obedience, and um, there's a wide range, and if there's an interest, we try to find um, a volunteer or do some research ourselves and um, be able to offer that opportunity for for those youth to explore. Well, it's always good to have uh, opportunities for uh, youngsters to do things, and certainly the subjects you're talking about are important life living uh, activities, you know? Yeah. Life learning. Definitely. And I think probably one of our biggest programs to that point is our public presentations. And we were just talking about it on the way over. And um, we have so many alumni and folks who are parents now that have their youth, their, their children in the program. And they say the single, the program that has affected them or given them the skills that they recognize most is public speaking and being able to talk to a group of people whether it's in school in a classroom in their profession or, or some other some other going adventure. on the radio going on the radio that's right so um so yeah that's that's one of the big ones and that's one that we're working on um coming up here in march so it's we're we're very proud of that program and really try to encourage it whether and the clover buds you know our young members from five to seven they do more like a show and tell so it's really friendly for them. It's not over. It's not intimidating. And then the youth progress up from there to more of a formal format and public speaking. Now, is this pretty much for uh, any any student, whether they're like on a farm or not on a farm? Or 
Yeah, Is absolutely. it just rural or not, or not rural, or every, all aspects? Everyone in between. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, so we have um, youth who are, you know, live in Corning, downtown Corning, and then we've got youth who are on family, you know, four or five generation family farms and, and everyone in between. So there's something, whether they're, if they can't raise an animal, there's options to lease if they want to. If they don't want to do animals, we have dog obedience, we have rabbits, you know, we have small animal, or we have the non-animal projects of sewing, um, robotics, and different um, different projects from there, too. Okay. Well, Marcel Chase is the 4-H coordinator. She's with us, too. We haven't had a letter talk yet, but your microphone's working there, Michelle, so do you have something something else you you would like to share? Yeah, so um, to some of the non-4-H or non-animal projects that we have seen success from lately, uh, we have, we've been doing um, some paint and sip hot cocoa classes, Uh, so we just did one two weeks ago, and we had close to 40 um, people come and participate in that, so we do have one coming up mid-break for February for the school kids. So if parents want to get their kids out of the house on a Wednesday night on February 21st uh, at 6 p.m., uh, you do have to sign up, and you can find that on our Facebook page or our website. But um, just to come, uh, we're going to be painting a picture and having some hot cocoa, and it's a lot of fun, and we kind of all just hang out, and it's it's a lot of fun. And then uh, Jenny had mentioned our dog obedience. So we have a phenomenal volunteer that every Tuesday night at the Howard Community Building um, at 5 p.m., she hosts um, a dog obedience class for our 4-Hers. And without this individual, our dog program would not be what it is, but she does a phenomenal job. And uh, if you'd like more information on that, come on our website or contact us. Okay. Now, um, 4-H has always been part of the Stabenton County Fair, and there was an announcement made last year that they're no longer going to do that uh, at the fairgrounds. Uh, do you want to touch on that at all? Um, yeah, I can. We, um, in, I guess it was October, um, our board for Cooperative Extension um, voted for 2024 to part ways from the fair, and there's a big press release and information out about that. But um, and if anyone has questions on that, they certainly can reach out to myself, Michelle, our director, and we're happy to talk with folks and let them know kind of a little more information if they're interested. Um, but we're really excited and looking forward to the opportunity that we have this year to do um, our 4-H showcase that is going to be at Hendershot Halflinger, so right over the hill in Cameron Mills. And it's going to be a multi-day event um, for the youth to be able to exhibit their animals and also the traditional youth building exhibits, which is all the, you know, the non-animal um, arts and crafts and different nutrition, horticulture, different things that the youth have done um, throughout the year, their sewing projects. So um, so we're looking forward to that. We'll still have the 4-H market animal sale. Um, that's going to be Saturday. And is it the same week? Uh, no, no. So we don't want to compete with the fair. The county right. fair in Steuben's, you know, the longest running in the country. So yeah. we certainly um, we don't want to compete with them. We just the two. It seemed the two organizations just needed, um, a, you know, to just to part ways temporarily or permanently. I'm not sure, but yeah. at yeah. this point, temporarily. And um, and and our focus as a youth as a youth development organization is just to have a place where the kids can have. Um, an opportunity to show off their hard work, and so we're, we're looking forward to that. Okay, once again, we're talking to uh, Jenny Gorin. That was Jenny there, and then Michelle Chase as well. They're with the 4-H, which is under the auspices of Cornell Cooperative Extension, 
We have representatives from Cornell Cooperative Extensions with, with us on Community Focus on a, a monthly basis. Uh, have we got all the basis covered here, gals? Cause we, so the only thing I think <coughs> um, is that our showcase will be held on July 25th through the 28th. Um, so it is a public event, so we invite everybody to come up to um, Hendershot Halflinger's Farm and come see these kids and see all their hard work. All right, very good. Once again, that's Michelle and, of course, Michelle Chase, along with Jenny Groen, our guests on Community Focus this morning here on WVIN. Community Focus is recorded and it will be available in our podcast section on our website at wvinbath.com. Click on podcast and click on the Community Focus tab. Uh, ladies, have a great day. We'll see you again. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Thanks so much.